shack with Lachlan Patterson Cause it's the Lockdown Podcast Talking about whatever you want Chilling out, having a chill sesh With Lachlan's guest, yeah The Lockdown Podcast The Lockdown Podcast The Lockdown Podcast Lachlan Patterson, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, following the podcast. Thanks for doing that. It really helps. It's a small core, hardcore group of listeners, which I appreciate. We are back in the shack, back in the shactory, back here in Venice. After a long 73-day road trip, it's good to be back. It's good to be back in Venice. To be honest, I miss the smell of warm piss. So it <coughs> it's really great to be back. Brings back memories of warm piss. It's a hot day. I got some clothes. I haven't been wo- I haven't worn these clothes in 73 days. I'm excited to be wearing my stained red t-shirt. And my sweatpants converted into shorts with a pair of sharp scissors with paint stains all over them. And a pair of flip-flops that I should have brought with me but did not. If you (coughs) purchased my book, my coffee table book, thank you. Thank you for purchasing. If you received it already, just remember uh, when you open the book to download the link at the top of the page. And that's your audio. That's the album. And when you download it, press play before you start reading so you can listen along with the book and follow along with me. It's an interactive experience, so don't forget to do that. (coughs) Anyone who hasn't bought the book, I still have some copies left. You can email me, Instagram me, Twitter me at Lockjaw. You can get a hold of me on this po- this podcast you can get a hold of me on SoundCloud you can get a hold of me on at my website lachlanpatterson.com and contact me and say hey Lachlan I like one of your books and I'll get I'll send one to you wherever you are we'll we'll figure out a way to get one to you I don't think anyone who wants a book hasn't got it yet almost the end of the year almost over 2020 oh my god good riddance you know a lot of people died this year a lot of people died a lot of people got really sick a lot of leaders failed and a lot of followers failed and it was a uh, for, for most people it was a shitty year but if i'm being honest for me it was great it was great because with all that death comes you know more seats available at sporting events and concerts and less traffic and less lineups and less surfers in the water. Hopefully a a lot of surfers passed away because I would love to paddle out to an empty lineup. If that's 
If that is the result of COVID, then hats off to you, virus. It's going to be hard to explain to my son some of the stuff that I experienced this year. Like, you know, he's going to have to write a book report or a history report one day. And he's going to come to me on the last day right before it's due. And he's going to say, hey, Dad, I I just don't know what, I, I can't really figure out, you know, what the, what the angle is with this history report. W- can you tell me what happened? I, you know, what happened during the pandemic? Tell me some of the horrors you had to face because when you look back in history there was a lot of horrors that went along with pandemics the, the the plague let's talk about the plague for example the plague we had to we had to seriously quarantine we went you know towns literally put up barricaded themselves behind walls t- uh, and no one was allowed in or out and if you suffered you just no one could help you you were infected and you had to go and disappear with the lepers and the jews that's what the they were very racist back then and all the small the minority groups weren't allowed to enter a lot of the towns people starved to death during pandemics doctors didn't know what to do so they left people suffering And then my son's going to ask me, what was it like during your pandemic? And I'm going to have to turn to him and say, I remember that they wouldn't let me use the microwave at the hotel. I remember that very, very vividly. You know, Brian just showed up. Are you kidding me, Brian? My neighbor, Brian. My buddy, Brian, just showed up. Welcome. Welcome to the, the shack, buddy. Just t- t- talking to the microphone. Jesus Christ, do you really not know how to do that? I hit the button down here. No, is there a button on that one? Yeah. There's no button. No, that's the release clip. This is a button. <laughs> this one has a button. Ah. Uh, Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you. I haven't seen you in about 73 days. Long time. You look great. Thank you. You're wearing some nice white pants. And uh, you got a nice shirt on. I just I bought these shoes. Yeah. <laughs> a week ago. They're already and ruined. And I wore them yesterday to walk dogs. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, my floor is a little dirty. So I threw some like, I guess, bleach down. Yeah. And then I grabbed the towel. Yeah. And I did that thing where you. Yeah. The lazy, for sure. I do yeah, the shuffle. Yeah, lazy, lazy shuffle. I do that all the and time. And then I'd like flip over the towel to get the other side. I didn't realize that like the towel was like flopping over the shoes. So. <laughs> okay. This is it. <laughs> Can I say, so they're all, they have bleach spots all over them. Yes. You have two options, one of which I like I like them already. <laughs> this is how they're going to be. I think this is it. <laughs> yeah. Do, and, and then other option is just to bleach them completely. Huh. Maybe I will. It's a couple options. <laughs> I think eventually they're going to get dirty, and then you should bleach them. Yeah, good idea. But that was it. One, one good day with them. <laughs> one day. Well, they st- yeah, they still look good. Look stiff in here. Did you do something? Um... I cleaned it up. Thanks, man. It looks uh cleaner. <laughs> How does it smell? It smells good. It smells like some wood. No, I t- I tried to put some freshener, but someone's been pissing right outside the do- the gate. Oh yeah. I can smell that. Tough, tough, tough situation. It's just a Venice alley. Yep. 
Se- I've been away for 73 days. Did I miss anything? No. Nothing. Seems like it's gotten worse, if anything. Be- with the with the rules. Yeah. And I think there's only so much, like, some of these places that were, you know, restaurants or you just see more of them closed than ever before. Not right. even doing takeout. They're just like, fuck it. Let's just Are you? Are you still allowed to get a manicure or a pedicure right out on the street? I, I don't know. By? It looks like there's nothing out. Like it looks like there's nothing out anywhere. It's just shut down. I think so. Yeah. It's a ghost town, man. Yeah, it's too bad. And caution tape all over everything. <laughs> it is. It is odd how they have like the one park by you. Yeah. Closed, but then the one on the other end is open. Do you notice that the people take no caution when putting up caution tape? <laughs> just put it anywhere. They throw it up everywhere. Yeah, ridiculous. There's no there's no attention to or care when putting up caution tape. The irony. <laughs> yeah. So what do you got what do you got on the uh docket today? Well my lady took my she took my whiteboard spray that I put all my my notes up for the show on oh, the whiteboard. Yeah. And so this whiteboard is all these the set list up here is from a, the last uh, like oh, yeah, five yeah, yeah. episodes ago. Do you you were Portland, here. Portland, right? Oh yeah, I was advertising Portland. I went to Portland. How was that? I was amazing. It was um, it was so great just to talk to humans in yeah. real life instead of on Zoom. Were they like uh, spaced out and all that kind of thing? They were dope. They were they were it was just like it was just like stand up comedy before COVID. Huh. Everyone just sit there with a mask on. No, they did a a third capacity. Oh yeah, which is what I was getting anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So spread them out. <laughs> they just spread them out so much. Yeah. So I was performing for a very very small crowd, but it was still better than, like I remember performing for like twelve hundred people on Zoom, and it was just a sh- it was a waste of time. Yeah. And just people at home, myself included, uh, look like pieces of shit on a monitor. <laughs> What's uh what is up with the the comedic world or comedy business now? In California, it's sh- pretty much shut down. There's a couple of shows. Thank you for bringing it up. I'm on one this Saturday night. It's at the Magic Castle. If you live in Los Angeles, come see me at the Magic Castle parking lot, 7:30. I tweeted it. I will Instagram it, and. Um, there's a, there's a lot of great comics on the show. So they are letting you do a show in a parking lot? They're cars. There's people are staying in their cars. So you, if you want to come to the show, I think you have to drive. Yeah, okay. I'll send the information online. But if you want to come see the show, hit me up. Check out my Twitter, my Instagram, whatever. Do people have to sit in their car? They sit in the car. So they sit in the car and look through the this windshield? Is, this is comedy. Yeah, they look through the windshield. So wash your windshields. Oh, before shit. you before you come to the show because I really want you to be able to see the show don't like drive if you live like in like Reseda or like Bellflower and you come to the show you're not going to be able to see me because you're yeah. going to hit so many bugs yeah that's true you got to imagine everyone's like what's it called like uh, clam baking or what's it called wake and bake or what do you do in your car when you just get totally stoned oh you um hot box hot box <laughs> yeah yeah i want to be hot boxing i hope so <laughs> i haven't done that in years i mean i do it all the time i should say what are we talking about i don't specifically uh ingest all my secondhand smoke though i li- you know i open the windows <laughs> i smoke in my car that's cool 
You don't smoke marijuana, do you? Not really, no. Why not? I just, I've never really liked it. It just kind of makes me paranoid, uncomfortable. It's just, it's, it's not for me. It does that to me sometimes too. Yeah. I, and then I, mean, I have some friends who can like do it and, and they go out like you would go do groceries or go do surfing and shit. I just, I'd be, I'd be a puddle. I would never <laughs> be able to do anything. It's just, it's just not for me. Well, you're, you're, I think you're just taking too much. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, as soon as I feel it, I regret taking it. Oh, that's so. Well, I, then it's over. Yeah. So it's no once, fun. Once it triggers like that memory receptor. Mm-hmm. It's the same for me. A lot of smells, like uh, the smell of a fair, makes me want to throw up <laughs> because I threw up at fairs, <laughs> going on the spinning tilt yeah. whirls, and yep. which sucks as a dad because I got to go. Yeah, one gonna. day he's going to drag me to one of those fairs, and I'm going to have to get on the teacups. Mm. <laughs> the up and down, those things. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Right now, I'm tricking him. I have to trick him to do anything. I just saw him. Dude, he looks just like your lady. I know. That's crazy. Like yeah. I, I they were coming at me in the van and she was holding him and he sort of like he could pass for her. <laughs> he doesn't look like me. They said when a child's born it's supposed to resemble the father, so the father doesn't abandon it or think it's not his. Oh wow. But it it didn't look anything like me. It doesn't now either. <laughs> I mean, especially then because he was all like he was bloody and Yeah, shit, yeah. And he was all he had all sorts of like shit all over him <laughs> yeah he needed a shower i don't know what the who said that but that's <laughs> fucked up like i don't look like that <laughs> yeah i don't have shit all over me but we um we got to get that he's starting to open the knobs he's not starting to open doors so we got to get those things you put over the doorknobs that s- spin continuously without the door opening i've never heard of those it's like a doorknob blocker so you put it's like this it looks like a doorknob but it's just spins over top of your door okay so he can't do it and it's uh, a great idea yeah and we also we set up little rooms that go nowhere like and so he can walk into a room and it'll just there's nothing in there uh-huh. and we've also just started wearing disguises <laughs> we're just gonna pretend we're not there that's cool so he can learn to be independent that's one way to do it for sure, right? <laughs> yeah. It's unique. Just abandon them. Yeah, I think you should abandon your child early, if I'm being honest, so that they get experience that. Because ours doesn't, you know, he won't even sleep in his crib. Did you uh, already talk to the people that are listening about your trip and everything? Yeah, I mean, I or po- did you do shows on the trip? I did. Sh- I, I, I every week we podcasted. Oh, nice. And everyone has a chance to go back and listen, if they didn't, to the entire trip. It was a pretty spectacular experience. That's awesome. Saw some amazing stuff. Very cool. It's all in the previous episodes. Um, and then I, I have a book. I uh, I mentioned it on the podcast already that uh, I'd love you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me. The the one of the show? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um. You, since I've gone, did you did you did you lock down with a lady? No, no. Mm-mm. Dating? No. It's over. <laughs> it's over, Johnny. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, work and COVID and dogs. Yeah, because football's back, and you work for the Cowboys. Yeah, so that's been it's been a depressing year to say the least. Oh my God, your team is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I haven't looked at it like that, but it's uh. They are hilarious for sure. Um, so you're so you so this is it for you. Like COVID's really taken your life 
and made you more mature. For sure. Feels good. Good. <laughs> you, and you don't f- feel the need to, to, to um, you know, bed down with a lady? Not at all. Really? No. That's great control. Thank you. <laughs> Are you over 40? Yeah, I'm 43. Okay, well, so the, yeah, you're, you're, after your 40s, you get a little more control over your dick. Thank you. I feel like me too. I'm now I can be like, look, you had your thirties, you had your twenties. <laughs> yeah. This is my I'm in charge now. <laughs> You're taking control back from your dick. I did. That's good. Man, you know what you know what's uh completely gone because of COVID forever, I think? Hitchhiking. Yeah, I mean, that's gotta come back, no? No way, man. I a guy hitchhiked tried to hit me tried to get me to hit pick him up. I was like and he and he even did one of these begging hand yeah. gestures. Like that's not the two that's not the thumb. Yeah. The new hitchhiking is to praying. Yeah, I, I uh it seems like this this bout with COVID or this like second come around uh, yeah, people are getting uh, they're just like people that are like really seriously like hiding and scared from it and I think they like enjoy it. They like they they want to be controlled and they don't want to be back out there. I think they enjoy the drama. Yeah, they like what's it called the Stockholm syndrome? Oh yeah, where like government controls you. Like these people my over by where I live like literally have not come out of their house. Is that what Stockholm syndrome is? Possibly. <laughs> I think it's something related to that of like the government uh enforces control, but there's just people that are just uh, annoying the shit out of me. Um I have a segment I'd like to talk about. It's called uh, People I, I Hope Get COVID. <laughs> and each week I'm going to feature a different person. And tell me if I'm wrong, but uh, this week I'm featuring the person who, when you give a toast, and right when you're about to toast, after you give it, they add their own toast in it. They shouldn't get COVID. They should get shot. <laughs> uh, Isn't that just such a downer? Yeah. G- can you give me an example of one? Okay. So, like, I'll go, like, you know, here's to here's to, a, uh, to friends getting together again after being apart on a long journey. And here, here. And then someone steps in and goes, and to this beautiful day we're having. Oof, that's, 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 uh. That's a misdemeanor. They just <laughs> they just sneak it in there. Yeah. And then what you said is no longer the toast. It's this day. And it's the downer for me. So that's the first person you'd like to get COVID? That's the, well, no, I've featured... I've, I've said a bunch of people oh, who oh, I think oh. should get COVID before, but I never made it a segment till now. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a, a, a weekly segment because every week I find someone that just needs to get COVID. I'd like to give... COVID to the people who <laughs> aren't leaving their house and I'd like to see them still get it. So I like that you changed it to people I'd like to give COVID to. <laughs> yes. That or, might, yeah. If I get COVID, I will give it to these people. Yeah. Right? I cannot believe how many people are in line to get tested. Oh I, I, I don't understand it. I, maybe I'm wrong, but why would you go get tested if you have it? Like you're just sick. I know I sound a little. And why would you get tested if you don't have it? Oh, because <laughs> someone has to. Someone makes them. I am assuming. I hope so. I hope it's like for a flight or for like a doctor's note or something. But if you're just going down there just to get you know get out of your house, it's pretty weak. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, just go get tested. 
Yeah. You know, see if I've I have. been. Hopefully, you're being tested regularly. No, not getting tested. No, <laughs> I had to for a flight. That's cool. Do you know I went to one of those? I, originally, I went because my friends wanted to hang out with me, but they wanted me to get tested, which is it's I, I, tough to it's even su- be friends with them. I know it is. In fact, I it, it's definitely harmed the relationship. Where I went down there to get tested, and I realized this testing thing was a, a bit of a scam. <laughs> it's a way that these companies can gouge our insurance companies, and then those insurance companies. Uh, our rates will soar. Oh, yeah. So they convince you to get a, f- quote, free test. It's a free test. Well, why are you asking me for my health care information then? Well, because you want to get the money from my health care provider. And so, yeah, it's technically free, but not if you count that I'm paying 250 bucks a month for health care. Yeah. And <clears throat> the more of these people who are don't need tests that get them, the more they charge the insurance and the insurance kicks it back down to you guys somehow right always yeah of course always yeah you got to imagine insurance is going to be in for a some sort of a awakening or whatever you want to call it um <clears throat> uh i was listening to christmas songs have you started your christmas song yeah yeah uh right after halloween 1035 just goes into straight Christmas and I listen to it all the time. November first. <laughs> yeah, November first and I, I just listen to it and I know sometimes I forget and I pull up to like a light and I got the dog out the window and it's like Charlie Brown and Mariah Carey going. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I just look like an asshole. It's an odd playlist when you got Charlie Brown and Mariah Carey. Yeah. I mean the Christmas songs are always good, except when they get to Christmas. Right now they're nice. Do you think that's I think that some of them need a bit of an update? I was listening to this one today. And it's, uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And it goes, now bring us some figgy pudding. What the fuck is figgy <laughs> pudding? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't need that. I was, I don't know who it was. Maybe it was like Gwen Stefani or somebody was like, I need to just do a Christmas song. Because it's like, once you do one of those, it's like automatic every year. Oh, you're, you're on the playlist. You're, yeah, you're making money or, or you're just, your your song becomes iconic and just sticks around forever. Do you have a favorite? Of course, Mariah Carey. That's the one you like? Of course. All I Want for Christmas is You? Is that the one? Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good one. And then the one, uh, I don't know the name of it, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? Oh, uh, yeah, Grandma or Grandpa. Yeah, it's Grandma. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree? Well, now that's another one. But yeah. I, I like all of those. Yeah. Um, um, I like, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> I don't know that. I I do know that the tw- is it twelve days of Christmas. Yeah, that is that's there has been so many like spinoffs of that. That's a brutal thing to listen to all did the way through. Bob and Doug McKenzie's. Have you heard their one? <laughs> no. They did the twelve days of Christmas and and it's like the first day of Christmas my true love gave to me beer. <laughs> and then they they go through like two turtlenecks, <laughs> six packs of smokes, five golden toques. That's not bad. That's a good one. <laughs> I guess if you can be creative, that's good. Yeah, I like that. I like the I like the Christmas music because it's pretty it's pretty mellow. I like yeah. it's easy listening. Yep, that's my favorite kind of l- music. Easy listening. Yeah, and then it's uh, so we got a couple more weeks of it. On to another segment, Brian. It's called Old Bits, and it's where I feature an old bit from my routine. Mm. 
um, I saw a sign that said family friendly dentistry. Shouldn't all dentists be family friendly? Or are there dentists that aren't? <laughs> I think they all, yeah. I think you're right. You do see that. Family friendly. Right? <laughs> like, is there just a dentist you walk in and he's like, is this your wife? <laughs> yeah. Well, then get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Take he may, your fat he brother <laughs> and your stupid uncle. Yeah, you'd think that they'd all be family friendly. You wouldn't have to say it. If it wasn't family friendly, would it just be a guy with like a cigarette and a it's cocktail? Be mi- it'd just be miserable. He's just like <laughs> a swinging dentist. Yeah, he'd be a yeah a, a single dentist. <laughs> How come they have family friend fr- family dentistry, but no family karate? They any any time it's family, by the way, it's for kids. Yeah, like when I look at it, like the list of Netflix movies. Except for the wife, doesn't she always think it means like, well, that means that we should go together? Yeah, we share. <laughs> to her, it means share. It yeah, means well, you, it's like the kid. Not this, this is just the kid. <laughs> yeah. Any any movies in the family selection? They're all kids movies. Yeah. I'm I, I never. I don't think I ever saw kids with their dads in the gym. No. That'd be weird. <laughs> My lady loves the moon. Do, I, do you know this already? I did not, but I. Did I have recognized the moon a little bit more in the last month than probably ever because it's like seemingly right out my window. <laughs> she sees, you know, the moon is in line with her cycle, and when she gets, when it gets to a full moon, that's when she has her period. Hmm. Is that just to her? I, I think it's a lot of women, but for her, it's like for me, it's like, ev- and every time she gets her period, she's surprised. <laughs> she has absolutely no idea that she's doesn't coming. it don't doesn't it come like. The last couple of days of every month for every girl, like isn't that kind of how it is? <laughs> it always seems like it. I think it's different for every girl, but oh man, women and the weather—they don't know. Any, they don't know what to wear. But the weather is like a woman, you know. It's like one day it's sunny and next day it's completely cloudy, and then the next day it's—you know—you never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> Storms coming, just <laughs> out of nowhere. Yeah, just everything's going great. Storm. <laughs> Wind, <laughs> wind, <laughs> yeah, just, and then and all your shits just everywhere. Yeah, yards, fucking. What what did I do? <laughs> then I you gotta get you gotta get out there and clean it up. And you gotta apologize. You gotta apologize to the moon. So when I look at the moon now, it, I see it like the Death Star being yeah. built. You know, and eventually it becomes fully operational. What is it? Is it go uh, full? I don't even understand how the moon works. Is it like once a month? You don't understand how the moon works? Well, I know. No, I don't. <laughs> the moon's, uh, yeah, it, it slowly gets bigger. And okay. Then, and then it returns back to the, the yeah. tiny one. And, and then but is that once a month? Yeah, no. Okay. Is it once a month? It's pretty close. Probably got to be related to the calendar of some sort, right? <laughs> I <would> think. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> you know what sucks is that all the answers to this are on Google, and we don't have a, a producer on the show. Didn't get one yet. I f- I fired him. I am, I, but I I feel like I should get a, a new now that the I'm back. I should get a new squad. Yeah, for sure. Gotta get a you know you could do a you could find some good people out there at this point. I gotta do something, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing stand up. Really, I mean, a, a, a show in a parking lot for a bunch of cars doesn't count car just drove by i mean you don't think people will be like sitting on their hood you think they're physically going to be in their car i do because it's like the the person who produces the show demands it I, it's interesting you know uh 
our neighbor that the musician like he does those shows in parking lots but it's like people are outside their car you just can't like go up and dance with another they put group little of people. squares yeah you drive into the square and you own that square yeah yeah but those aren't in california or are they no they're not i just goes back to you like it's I mean, I would think like let people like sit on their hood or pull out chairs or open up the back and sit and laugh. <laughs> it's so dumb. Yeah, well, it's good that you're. I guess it's uh, you know, it's it's way ahead of Zoom, but it's still not where you want to be. Uh, yeah, I'm. It's funny that I'm thanking someone for something that I would laugh and hang up on. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, thanks for the opportunity to perform for people in their cars. Speaking of uh, comedy, I watched um, on Showtime the documentary in like the comedy room or the comedy store. The comedy store, yeah. What'd you think? I th- I thought it was I thought it was obviously very good. The talent was there. It just seems like that was a you know a moment in time where all those guys. It just seemed like you know for the most part they only focus on like the guys that made it, and they show they never really show anyone like the hundreds that were there that like never got a sniff. There was the one guy who was with. Who's the one comedian? Uh, oh. The guy, the the Hispanic guy. His, Freddie his, Prince. Yeah, yeah. yeah the like the roommate that was with him. Yeah. That guy looks like he's had a hard ass life, but at one point he was running with those guys. Yeah. And kind of did make it. So it just, it seems like you watch that show, you're like, oh, every single person that was here made it. <laughs> right. And, and uh, clearly and that's not the case. I'm sitting here in the garage telling you that I didn't. The comedy store never. Um, <clears throat> it's. It, I watch it too, and. It's, it's Did you go through the same thing with like the the lady not liking you or not liking you or not telling you were funny? Yeah, I was I was heartbroken. She walked up to you and was like, "Dude, I don't like you." She goes, "Okay, so my friend got me a spot when I first started at the comedy store and t- in front of Mitzi. This was my opportunity to show Mitzi." What room were you in that 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 the original room, the OR? Okay, I've been in there. Yeah. Yeah, and so I wasn't ready to be honest. But I was better than most of the guys going up that day. Mm-hmm. And I went up and did my thing. And I was like, I remember being like, yes. Was this a tryout or were there it people? Tr- it was a tryout. So like midday kind of thing? Oh, uh, no, it was at night. They do, okay. they do these at night. Okay. So there was a good crowd. I got some laughs. I got off stage feeling great. As I got off, the next guy that went up was a guy I, I open mic'd with who was terrible. <laughs> and he... He does a bit. He's a tiny little guy, and he would take his shirt off, and he would do this the fighting Irish symbol, mm. and get a la- and that was his big closer. And um, you know, at open mics, I just we'd all the comics would just get up and kind of walk out when he went on stage because it was just so bad. <laughs> but he was just energetic. Yeah, yeah. Which isn't comedy. Energy, you know. I sh- I'm I have no energy, and so. I, I I hope that anyway, I got off stage and I went up to Mitzi, and she kind of moved to, uh, to to not see me, but I was like okay, <clears throat> and I walked out. Pauly Shore came up to me while I was sitting there waiting. Pauly Shore came up to me, and he sat down next to me. He goes, "Hey man, that was really good," and I said, "Thanks, thanks, Pauly," and he goes, "How long have you been doing it?" And I said, I've been doing it for like five years. And he goes, you're really good. And he was genuinely impressed. That's cool. And he goes, well, keep it up. And he walked away. And I thought that was so cool. And then, so I was like, okay, well, I definitely got passed. Right? When you say you got passed, meaning like you're going to get it like a on their schedule or whatever it's e- called? Exactly. 
And five minutes later, Dan Anik runs up to me and goes, dude, Pauly Shore just asked me to open up for him on the road. And I never heard from the comedy store again. And I just, I kind of felt like, okay, this is what the comedy store, not only they don't, not only do they not like me, they like something that I don't like. It seemed, uh, it seemed, oh man, it, it came off as like, uh, uh, almost like a click. Like I, I, I didn't, I don't know, obviously know her, but I don't particularly was not fond of like listening to how she treated people and how she thought her shit didn't stink. And yeah, it was her thing. And all those guys swung off her tits. Like, I don't know, just kind of, I don't know, like fuck them. I'm glad that you see that it, I felt watching it that this, oh, this is propaganda. This is comedy store propaganda. Yeah. This they're is, definitely tooting their horn. Yeah. And I, and I wasn't, I was like, oh man, they're going to get away with this too. People are going to watch this and go, oh, the comedy store is the end-all, be-all of comedy. And it's not. It's definitely not. I I never performed at the comedy store again for 15 years. Wow. And I toured nationally. I toured internationally. And, you know, I built an entire career without entering that room. I know all of those comedians. I knew them before they were anybody. Yeah. And I knew them when they were just doormen. And um, I I respect that the Comedy Store is a place where all the greats perform. It's true. Yeah, I mean, it is like obviously impressive with ev- like everyone that's been through there and and all the, all that shit. Right. But you do, it's you know it doesn't determine whether you're funny. The Comedy Store does not determine. Who's the best? Has it lost clout since uh, she's no longer there? Or, or that kind of vibe or that, that era has probably closed? I think, it, I think it got better. I think that place, I mean, right before this thing shut down, I mean, the day before, yeah. they were, the whole place was sold out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. So that sounds like it, it has gotten better. Yeah. Jesus. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for uh, stopping by. Don't forget to uh, look. You're not gonna. You're not gonna rate or review my podcast. It's clear. But the people that do, I'm gonna give you a shout out. So, uh, shout out to Daniela. And uh, <coughs> keep listening, you guys. Here's Morgan J, one of my favorite musicians. Have a good one. The Lockdown Podcast Talking about whatever you want Chilling out, having a chill sesh With Lachlan's guest, yeah The Lockdown Podcast The Lockdown Podcast The Lockdown Podcast The Lockdown Podcast The Lockdown Podcast